This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 10, 10, 10, 9, 8, 8, 8 7, 7, 7, 6, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday. It's May 15th. Thank you so much for joining us as we get things going here. Uh, j- just first thing right off the bat coming in this morning, it is still ridiculously hot in these studios. We had our AC out. It was supposed to be fixed last Wednesday when I was talking to our uh, engineer and nothing. I am wearing a short sleeve shirt and I'm so hot this morning. It seemed extra hot walking in here in the studio. I don't know if they had the doors shut all weekend, but yeah, it was out since last. I feel like it's been since it's been over a week now that it's, it's been out and you're just talking about this morning seems it's warmer outside than it was last week, and it just seems extra hot in here this morning. Yeah. Doors are open. I know. I'm uh, I'm contemplating like ordering a, a big old fan and then expensing it to the radio station <laughs> because this is ridiculous. I've got it. I keep meaning. I got a box fan sitting in my garage in a box, and I keep meaning to bring it in because I got a small fan here in this studio, kind of blowing the hot air out. But you have no fan in there. But then I was thinking, I'm like, well, shouldn't they have like maybe bought fans for us last week, knowing that the AC is out? Like, okay, it's hot in there. Let's get you guys some fans. Yeah. To work on something, but nothing. Uh, I, I concur. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> That's what I was in my mind. I'm thinking, you know what? Maybe back. Hey guys, we know it's hot. And... Let, let's let's give you this for the time being. Yes, even that would be nice, just to kind of circulate the air in here. But oh my gosh, it is a uh, yeah. Coming in on a Monday to this, it's like okay. I hope this does is not an indication of the rest of my week. No, no, it's not. No, we'll, we'll not let it be. <laughs> we'll not let it be. Because I know uh, it was it was a, a busy weekend for you. There's so much I want to hear about your weekend. I know you went to the Golden Knights, and Sunday was. Mother's Day. How, how was your Mother's Day? Happy belated Mother's Day to you as well. Thank you. It was a really great weekend. I just uh, it was Friday kicked off with the Golden Knights game. I, well, first I had a remote on Friday and thank you to all the people that came out to Silver State Schools Credit Union. It's always so fun to see everyone. Um, so right after that, my husband picked me up and we went straight to the game. Sophie was in town. So it was the whole family. We went the best time. It was just so great to see them win. And then we celebrated Mother's Day mostly on Saturday because um, Sophie was going back to school yesterday. So we went out to a really nice dinner and I didn't do anything during the day, um, anything I didn't want to do. And then same thing yesterday after she left. I just, I got to relax and I think I took like three naps. And oh. The only time I got up was when we, uh, I wanted to get the backyard cleaned and I didn't want to do it alone. And I, so I took advantage of Mother's Day. I was like, you know, it'd be really great for Mother's Day if you guys came out and helped me clean up the backyard. And they both look at me like, 
we can't say no. <laughs> so we went out there and that was my exercise for the day because I knew I was not going to work out. And so we went out there and we just cleaned everything up, clean, you know, clean the tables. They get dusty. Mm-hmm. And, and I just want it all set up so we can start hanging out there again. Oh, that's awesome. It sounds like a really nice Mother's Day. Relaxing, which is well-deserved in your end of it. Yeah, it was really fun. So how was your weekend? It was it was nice. Friday night we did it. We did our dinner. We just got to dinner, same restaurant on Friday night. And we did that. And some friends that we haven't seen in a while were there on Friday night. So it was a really super nice dinner on Friday. Friday night, and then the rest of the weekend was, was low-key. Went out to the ranch with the horses. Um, I, I kind of did some backyard stuff, too. It, it was about two years ago. I ordered this, this like patio table, this little cafe table for outside, but it's all metal. And, and the whole thing was, when I got it, Laura's like, why are you going to put it outside? Because we're in Las Vegas. It's going to get so hot. We can't sit there. So I packed the whole thing up. This was two years ago. Packed the whole thing up and did the return on Amazon and got a refund from Amazon. And they said, we're going to send you shipping instructions don't mail it yet. We're going to send you the instructions on when to send it back. And I never got instructions. And this thing sat in our garage in a box for two years. And so finally this weekend, I said, you know what? I don't think I'm getting those instructions from Amazon. So I set up this this little cafe table. And I put it outside in an area of the, of the, of the backyard that's protected by shade. So that was nice. I set that up and sat out there Saturday afternoon. And Saturday night, I sat at my little cafe table. And it was just a nice, relaxing weekend. It was uh, definitely the, the best weather that we could have asked for. Maybe even a little on the uh, warm side. Mm-hmm. So it was a really nice. Um, looks like a change will be coming this week. Might see some rain. Uh, not today, but uh, the rest of the week. They say there's a possibility of that. So enjoy it while you can. And thank you guys for tuning in this morning. Let's get the show started. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Big Me by Foo Fighters? Well, I talked about it. Try by Macy Gray. Or do you want to hear Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani? choices you can vote right now tweet us at mercedes in the am vote on our facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt kelly clarkson is accused of having a toxic workplace Kelly has responded. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani is a pre-show you pick up. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Rolling Stone published a report on Friday where one current and 11 former employees of the Kelly Clarkson show alleged that it's a toxic environment. So to clarify, they said that Kelly Clarkson is fantastic and they're sure that she has no clue how unhappy her staff truly are. It's the show's producers that are the problem. So the report said that employees are overworked, underpaid, and that working there was traumatizing to their mental health. Well, Kelly heard the report and wasted no time in making a statement. To sum it up, she loves her team, and this behavior is unacceptable, and Kelly and her senior staff will undergo leadership training. 
It's opposite on our show. Where you and I are the toxic ones, and our producer is not. She's the she's the the, the happy smiley one. That is she's, an absolute lie. She's the golden goose. You guys are awesome. There was no. a report in the RJ that talked about Mercedes and I being toxic, but it's not producer it's not, Steph. It's not the producer in this case. Who leaked that information to them? But we've been in situations. We've had some people that worked for the show before in the past who you know the reputation wasn't too hot out there in Las Vegas, and it does come back to get you. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on to the next story. <laughs> uh, this this is great news for Jamie Foxx, but it's also kind of confusing. Um, so Jamie's daughter, Corinne, announced to social media on April 12th, going all the way back to when it started, that her dad had suffered a medical complication the day prior and was in the hospital. Then last week, we heard that he was still in the hospital and the family was asking for everyone's prayers. It sounded like he was in a really bad way in the hospital for almost a month. Well, Corinne Fox took to Instagram to debunk these reports. On Friday, she said it's sad to see how the media runs wild and that Jamie has been out of the hospital for weeks recuperating at home. In fact, he was playing pickleball last week. See, you just can't believe anything. It's like people love to sensationalize Mm -hmm. everything. It's so annoying. Yeah, last week it sounds like he's in a bad way still in the hospital. He's been out for quite some time and he's playing pickleball at his house. Ed Sheeran was at the ACMs last week, and he performed his song, Life Goes On, with Luke Holmes. Everyone loved it. It was a great duet on stage. They said they should release that as a single. It is so good. Well, Ed and Luke were one step ahead of everyone. They already recorded a version of it, and it dropped right after their performance last week. So here is Luke Holmes and Ed Sheeran doing Life Goes On. Tell me how. Sing like a stone if you leave me now. Oh, the stone. Did you know anything about this being the music side of things here at the radio station that they were doing this? That they were doing this duet? Yeah. No, no, I hadn't heard anything about that. Because then you got Luke Holmes in his cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast to feel like I was drunk. Great sounding song, too. We're playing this song. I like this song. Yeah, it's, it's a really good cover of Tracy Chapman's song. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the number one album in the country. It belongs to Morgan Wallen. Still number one, his album. I know that last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said it all. This album has now spent 10 weeks at number one on the Billboard 200. Morgan is the first male solo artist to have an album spend 10 consecutive weeks at number one. Actually, only only five acts, including Morgan, have had albums that have been number one for at least 10 consecutive weeks. Any guesses as to who those artists are? Um... Adele, Whitney Houston, and the Monkees. How did you know that? <laughs> it's literally on the screen in front of and me. They're always in front of the screen. <laughs> I never look. And for some reason, I look today. And I'm like, uh, maybe these three? Anytime we do a quiz, the answers are always right there I in front of you. I never look. Now I know. Now that you know they're right there. Uh, yes, Adele. So Adele, her album 25, spent 10 weeks at number one. Her album 21 spent 24 weeks at number one. And then Whitney Houston. Her album, Whitney, spent 11 weeks at number one back in 1987. And then he rolled all the way back to 1967. And the Monkees spent 18 weeks at number one. That's Of the three, that's the one I was not expecting. Not because of anything against them, but I mean... 
I put Adele, Whitney, and monkeys in the s- same category. You don't see that very often. You don't? Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. That, Not very often. Yeah, happen, doesn't happen ever except for that situation right there. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 11, uh, 11 o'clock hour, in the 7 o'clock hour, right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1839. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to Monday. It is 6 o'clock on May 15th. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. Mom's out there. I hope it was good for you. Hope you got spoiled or got to relax or got to just do your thing this weekend. Uh, It was a a good one on this end. Uh, I just loved it. I didn't have to do anything this weekend. It was so nice. It's a perfect weekend. And then to cap it off, a big win last night. Moving on to round three of the Stanley Cup Finals, the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, we're going to talk about that coming up in What's Trending. I'm just cracking up because I've, I followed this all weekend long because it, it was just everywhere on my social media that I was going. And it was this online poll um, about who's hotter. And you had two choices. Either a younger Robert De Niro or a younger Al Pacino. Who's hotter? And that was this Twitter poll. And I just kept seeing people arguing for one, arguing for the other. And it ended last night. And I was watching. And first Pacino was winning. And then all of a sudden the De Niro fans started coming in. And then De Niro was winning. And after all was said and done, after more than 277,000 votes... It ended in a 50-50 tie. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> was, How is that possible? I just kept watching it, and I I voted. But before I tell you who I voted for, who would you vote for on that? Who's hotter, a young Albert or Al Pacino no. or a young Robert De Niro? I go Al Pacino all day long. I think of Al Pacino. So I go back to the, what were their, their their older movies, their younger roles. So I go to Al Pacino. I go to Scarface. And he was just, he was a very handsome man in Scarface. And I think I go to Robert De Niro in Taxi Driver. Um, and he had a rugged look to him. But the side by side, Al Pacino all day long. It's funny because um, I think probably more people voted in this poll than they do in our local elections. Yes. <laughs> there were so 270,000 people. people, you said? Yeah, 277,000 people. Dang. Yeah, it was funny i also voted for a young al pacino i still think a young a young robert de niro is very attractive but i started i I was gonna vote for for robert de niro but then i started looking at some of the replies and then people were posting pictures of young al pacino Mm -hmm. and i was like oh boy yeah he's he's pretty handsome i gotta go with him but there's this one picture uh, that shows robert de niro just I, he's wearing this gray sweatshirt. He's got his hands behind his... No, wait. Is that... Yeah. That, is that Robert De Niro? I think it's Robert De Niro. It looks like Robert De Niro. No, it's Al Pacino. Okay, never mind. I definitely say Al Pacino on that one. They look very similar when they're younger. Okay, what about middle-aged Al Pacino, Robert De Niro? Who do you go with? Mm. So I'm guessing ni- their 90s run, probably when they really kind of hit middle age. You know, I still have to say Al Pacino, but Robert De Niro... I liked better as an actor. I liked his movies more. I just, he was more likable, even though he played some very horrible roles, but so did Al Pacino. So uh, horrible in in terms of how the character Mm -hmm. acted and stuff like that. But I think I would probably have to say Al Pacino on that also. 
Um, hmm. See, I'm gonna, I'm going to transfer over to Robert De Niro because I think of Robert De Niro in Casino again, playing like a bad guy, doing some bad things, but still very likable, like you said. So I go in my in the middle age. I go Robert De Niro. Now, who do you go current day? Al Pacino or Robert De Niro? Um, hmm. probably Robert De Niro. I I would say Robert De Niro. He's pretty fuego right now. <laughs> for an old guy. <laughs> I just love how this was the big debate over the weekend. Oh my gosh. Fantastic. People were, they were like dying on the hill for whoever uh-huh. they like. It was crazy. Of all things to fight about and to vote on, it was De Niro versus Pacino. It was so funny. And then you end up with a tie when it's all said and done. Yeah. You need to, to, to extend the, uh, the voting period for people. So this morning, it's Monday, so we have Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win an $1,100 Diamond Pendant from Michael E. Mendon, Diamond Jewelers, if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. We do it at 7 o'clock. It's fun. If you're playing, it's pretty intense. You're playing for a huge prize, but it's also just fun to play along as you're listening as you get ready for work. So that happens at 7 a.m. And then up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? The VGK are moving on. We're going to talk about the big game six last night. Also, Taylor, she gets angry. And Tom Brady wants to invest even more in this city. We'll explain coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Vegas born is trending this morning. Oh, what a night. The Vegas Golden Knights knocked out the Oilers in the second round of the Stanley Cup uh, finals last night. Five to two. They are headed to the Western Conference final for the fourth time. Since their inaugural season, Jonathan Marcheseau scored a hat trick with three goals in the second period, pulling ahead after Edmonton had taken a 2-1 to lead in the first period. They now will have home ice advantage against either the Dallas Stars or the Seattle Kraken, who play Game 7 tonight in Dallas. Oh, so exciting this weekend. And you were there on Friday, watching the game Friday night. The energy, the place looked like it was just going nuts. How was it being there at the game? It was just uh, so much fun, and yeah, we were so stressed out, especially like the last five minutes. We're like, please don't let them score. Please don't let them score. And yeah, it was a, a great time. I'm, I'm super excited for this next series, because either way, I think it's going to be pretty cool. You got... If Seattle wins, you've got two newer hockey teams going up against each other. Then if Dallas win, well, Pete DeBoer coaches them now. So Mm -hmm. that's going to be some awkwardness, but also some excitement. So, yeah, just really excited about this. Yeah, great storylines going into whoever wins Game 7 tonight when they go into the next series. Great storyline to follow and just exciting stuff. And I did like that story you posted of someone got a shot of you and Matt. The whole family was there, but the shot of you and Matt kind of going bonkers at the game on Friday night. Oh, yeah. They were, I didn't know I was being videoed, but then they sent it to me. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's cool. It was really cool. (laughs) Um, Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. Do not mess with Taylor or her Swifties. Her Eras tour hit Philadelphia over the weekend. She did three shows there, and and she interrupted her Saturday night show to yell at a security guard. Now, a lot of people were just completely impressed that she was defending her fans, and um, according to the fans that were there, the guard had been harassing them all night, um, just pushing them back, screaming for them to have their hands off the barricade. Now, here is Taylor it, while singing Bad Blood, coming to the defense of her fans. She was 
was just Dang. all over him, yelling to stop. And uh, according to the fans, yeah, this guy had been bothering them all night during the song. She was screaming. And one of her fans actually posted yesterday about what happened on social media. And there was a nice little happy ending to it. Here's what she had to say. Basically, the guard had been like harassing our group all night, kept telling us not to touch the rail. And like every time we did anything, he was like on top of us. We're dancing. We're having fun like it. And Taylor noticed that I was having fun and that he didn't like it. And she didn't like it. And then he basically like got escorted out. And then they offered us free tickets for tonight. So they got to go to the show again on Sunday for free because of all their trouble. I mean, I think 99% of security guards are great people doing fantastic jobs out there. But there's that 1% of them that just the the power goes to their head. And just it sounds like that was that situation in Philadelphia. I have a feeling that person was not working last night. Mm -hmm. Not sure, but we'll see. Um, And then finally this morning, Tom Brady is trending. ESPN is reporting that the NFL legend is in talks to become a minority owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Discussions have been ongoing for weeks. We should have an answer pretty soon on this one. In late March, he announced that he had purchased a stake in the Las Vegas Aces, both teams owned by Mark Davis. He recently signed a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox, which would not be a... affected by this investment with the Raiders. So that'll still stay intact. If a deal is reached, he'll reportedly, he won't be involved in the team's business or football affairs. He'll strictly be a minority owner. It seems like Tom loves Las Vegas, and that is what's trending. I think we're all superstitious in our own ways. Maybe you carry around some lucky charm or Maybe you bet certain numbers when you uh, play Keno or something like that. What is your superstition and why are you bad luck, JC? I am bad luck for Philly sports teams. My mom pointed this out. She called me the Philly sports team's jinx. Uh, she doesn't want me rooting for Philly sports team when they start to do well. Because if, if you go back to last year, the, the Phillies, they make it to the playoffs. They make it to the World Series against Houston. And I'm a Phillies fan come October. Now, growing up, I grew up in Philadelphia. So I would go to Phillies games and follow them when I was a kid and, and living in Philly. But since I've been gone from Philly, I haven't followed them that closely. But anyway, they make it to the World Series. What happens? They lose the World Series. Now, football, I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. But the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, and I announced on the show, I'm rooting for the Eagles. I want to see them win. I got a lot of heat for that, being a Cowboys fan, rooting for the Eagles. But I was hoping they would win for my family and my mom and all my friends that are Eagles fans. It'd be cool to see them celebrate. What happens? Eagles lose the Super Bowl. Now, last week, I'm, I don't follow basketball at all. I mean, as a kid, I watched the Sixers and stuff, but Sixers were in the playoffs against Boston. I'm talking to my mom on the phone last week. She's like, oh, you watching the Sixers? I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, you should. It's really good. They're playing the Boston right now. And so I started to watch last week. They were ahead in the game. They had like a 15-point lead. Boston started to chip away at the lead. The Sixers still won. Sunday was game seven of their series. I had that game on, and the Sixers got destroyed. So after that, my mom called me the Philly sports team jinx. I start to root for these teams. They lose. I maybe it's because of the lack of loyalty that you only come in at the last minute. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's throwing off the vibes. Like, wait, who is this guy? He hasn't vote. He hasn't <laughs> cheered for us at all this season. Now all of a sudden, and then it, it throws off all the good luck. You know, it could be because my mom first said, "My mom said, what are you talking about? How can I be bad luck?" And then she pointed out all those instances, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, my gosh, it's been a rough year for Philly sports team. So close, but so far from so many championships. And what's the the, the common denominator? Me rooting for them 
time as they get to the big games. I'm sure it has everything to do with you and not on the players whatsoever. It's all you. 100%. <laughs> One guy in Las Vegas is really dictating how a team will do. The Sixers before the game, like, look, that guy in Philly made a tweet about us. He's never tweeted about us before. Interesting. Let's go out and play the game. Next thing you know, they lose the game. Yeah, that's. I think a lot of people feel like they're the difference. I know that when the Broncos would play, we had designated spots on our couch that we had to sit in. And that was just the way it was because we wanted them to win. Um, last night, we're watching the Golden Knights game. And um, the first after the second period, I wanted to go upstairs and take a shower. I wanted to get ready for bed. And my husband's like, you can't go up. I'm like, why not? He goes, because they're doing so well now. If you go up, it's going to screw up everything. My daughter, she was sitting at the kitchen table doing stuff. She was about to go upstairs. He's like, you got to stay here. So we all had to stay <laughs> in our exact positions that we were in before I could go up. And the game ended at like 10 till 10. I was just like, now I'm so behind. I need to, I need to, take, to take a shower. But he goes, but we won. And it's all because we stayed where we were. I'm like, you got it. It's all because of us yeah, that they won. Nothing. Nothing to do with their skills at all. All us. Your energy was right in the house. All things were well for the Golden Knights last night. There's something to it. It's, it's just fun to think about this stuff, how this stuff works. And what would happen if you went upstairs? Next thing you know, Edmonton, boom, boom, goal, goal, goal. Would you have come running downstairs to your back to your original seat? Or at that point, is it too far gone? He would have made me. He would have made me come sit back down. He would have probably, you know, handcuffed me to the, to the couch or something. Because uh, it would have been all my fault. If they would have lost and I went upstairs, it would have been all my fault. I remember when we were kids, we didn't get um, we didn't get pay per views, wrestling pay per views. My parents wouldn't pay for them, and uh, we didn't have like the right cable box to get pay per views. But we'd get like the first like sixty seconds, the first two minutes of any pay per view back in the day. And then if you didn't pay for it, it would kind of like go fuzzy. And we'd sit there and watch the first couple minutes of a wrestling pay per view, and you could actually hear the audio too once it went fuzzy. But I'll never forget it was a random wrestling pay per view. It's on a Sunday, and we sit down, and my brother's sitting on the fireplace, made of bricks, just sitting there watching the TV, and I'm on the couch. Two minutes go by. The pay-per-view still stays on. Five minutes goes by. It's still on. Ten minutes, it's still on. We're like, what's happening? And I told John, I'm like, you cannot move. If you move from the fireplace, there's some frequency in the air that if you move, it might affect things. So we sat on the fireplace. The entire pay-per-view, for some reason, came in. And I told my brother, he cannot move from the fireplace. If he does, we might lose the thing. I might have laughed if he did leave just to be a jerk to you. And then it would have gone off. That would have been really funny. Because didn't you guys fight quite a bit? And, and that would be a perfect way for him to get you back. Oh, John, no, no, John we didn't fight. We were, we were cool. Like, oh, I thought you guys, I thought you said that you would always play mean tricks on him. Oh, I would do mean tricks. Yeah, but he was, he was the baby brother, so he wouldn't fight back. Oh, okay. Yeah, he just took it. We've got the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? All right. We are going to talk about, uh, let's see here. Where's my hot three? Um, we're going to talk about, oh, um, how much time we're losing to emails and meetings. It's really making us less productive. We're going to run that down for you. Also, what are the traits that we often inherit from our parents? And a dog park in Montreal has banned this. Wait until you hear what it is. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. And don't forget, we got Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday, 7 o'clock. Your chance to win a, an $1,100 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Men and Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. It's Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. This is your chance to win an $1,100 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers. If you can identify a song faster than Mercedes, then it happens in about five minutes. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, one. 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. New research shows that workers lose two days of their work week to emails and to meetings. Microsoft looked at how people spend their time with their apps, and the most active users spend an average of 8.8 hours a week either reading or writing emails, another 7.7 hours logged into meetings. That does not even account for instant messages. The average employee spends 57% of their time chatting, emailing, or sitting in meetings. Part of the problem stems from the shift to remote work that began during the pandemic. Companies are trying to course correct, finding ways to make in-person and virtual meetings more efficient, less frequent. The problem with some workers is they don't have enough time in their day to do their actual work. And that translates into longer weeks for them. Yeah, if a meeting can be handled in an email, I'm all about getting that email. And also, I feel like, too, sometimes there's meetings where people just talk to talk to hear themselves talk, and the meetings go on and on. It's like, come on, let's wrap this thing up. Now, my problem with emails is just people not returning them. I And, and I am guilty also, so I'm not going to act like I'm, I return all the emails. But especially if it's something urgent, if it's urgent, I will I will 99% of the time respond as quickly as possible. But sometimes I just don't get any response. And then how long do you wait until you follow up and say, hey, just wanted to make sure you got this email. And then you don't want to seem like, you know, you're impatient, but it's like, I need an answer to this. Please help me, you know? Yeah. At the same time, yeah, you don't want to come across as some jerk following up, but you need an answer. That's why you sent the email. Like, hey, here is the question. Just respond with what I need right now so we can get it done. And then my favorite excuse is, oh, I never got that email. Really? You didn't get it. Okay. Yeah, I believe you. Well, that's, that's like you. text messages, too. I didn't see it. Yeah. I know it came in. You know what? Sometimes that does happen to me because my daughter loves to play on my phone. She likes to look at my time hop for some reason, like what I did on this date two years ago Mm -hmm. and so a text will come in and she'll see it and she'll just kind of swipe it away and then i'll never know until you know they follow up and i'm like i didn't get this i'm so sorry but i i just know they don't believe me because you look at your phone and there's no notification that a text message came in yeah because she saw it but i did not and she did not tell me that she saw that so um also this morning uh a new study of adults has found that mothers are likely to pass down virtues like honesty, integrity, and tolerance to their children. Meanwhile, fathers are likely to be behind traits such as courage, laziness, and a good sense of direction. Fathers also tend to inspire a love of sport, the football team you support, and a love of music and dancing ability. Moreover, more than half of those surveyed share the same interest and hobbies as at least one of their parents. 22% said they even did the same or similar career. And moms are responsible for passing down that zest for life, enthusiasm, and forgetfulness also meanwhile fathers are likely to be behind academic talent intelligence and sporting talent 41 percent of people say they wish they had more traits from their parents with men women more likely to be told they are like a parent than men being told they're like a parent with your girls they all follow they're all broncos and yankees fans they all follow your footsteps when it comes to sports um yes and no now that sophie's in san diego she goes to a lot of padres games Ah. and she has a Padres jersey and Padres hats and all that. So she is starting to go the Padres route, which is cool, you know. I mean, she lives there now, so I I get it. But other than that, yeah, we're on on the same page. Every I just get upset with my husband because he says he has two favorite baseball teams, and I think you can only have one favorite baseball team. And he's like, oh, I'm I'm a Yankees fan. 
for the American League and I'm a Dodgers fan for the National League. I'm like, no, 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 no. Which one do you like better? Oh, I like them the same. I'm like, no, this, it doesn't work that way. But he was born and raised Dodgers fan and then he picked up on the Yankees' love because of you. So yeah, and I, I didn't tell wife. him he had to. You just mm-hmm. did it on his own. But now, now he has two. <laughs> <laughs> you need to give him the hat that's half New York Yankee and half a Dodger hat. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, finally this morning, um, this is like... I don't know, banning kids from laughing at a playground or something. A dog park in Montreal, Canada, posted a sign that bans barking. It says it's forbidden to let your dog bark, whine, or howl. And if your dog barks, you could face fines between 370 and $1,475. Now, naturally, dog owners are angry and very confused about the new sign. A city spokesperson says... It's a reminder about an existing bylaw related to controlling domestic animals in public. It sounds like neighbors complained that the park was too noisy and the sign was put up to reduce the nuisance. But it's unclear how they're going to enforce the rule, at least in a fair enough way to find people that much money. For what it's worth, reporters talked to several dog owners at the dog park and they said that regardless of the intent, this makes the dog park stressful. And not fun at all. Also, while they were interviewing people, there were dogs constantly barking <laughs> yes. in the background. Neighbors were complaining, well, you move next to a dog park. There's going to there's gonna be barking at a dog park. It's going to happen. What if you didn't move next to a dog park? What if you moved to an, a beautiful area and they built a dog park there after you lived there? Oh, that would be a different story. Maybe you could uh, go to the township or something, even an issue with a dog park coming next to your home. That's a different story. But if you move next to a dog park, there's going to be barking. I just wonder, you know, how you're going to keep your dog from barking. I know you can tell them, no, 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 but like muzzles make me so sad. I don't like seeing dogs in muzzles and you you can't tape your dog's mouth shut. No. What are you going to do? Feed them treats all day so they're busy eating instead of (laughs) uh, barking. All right, it is Monday, so we got beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Here we go. Your chance to win an $1,100 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Okay, it is time to do a little practice round and uh, see. I'm going to have to shut my door so I can't hear what's going on Oh, yeah, on I guess here. I'll shut my door too. Yeah, Steph and I will go head to head just so you understand how the game works. $1,100 diamond pendant on the line today. So, uh... Let's get started. I'm going to just shut everything down. Okay, perfect. Uh, my door's shut now, and our doors are we're open because the AC has been out for over a week. Hi, Steph. My AC is not out, <laughs> and I'm great. It's nice and cool in here. I even got my little light sweater on. I look over to Steph. She's got a sweatshirt on. <laughs> I'm nice and cool, but then I walk into your guys' studio. It's, it's a hot It's hot, out. right? I'm oily so, because of the heat inside here. Oh, it's not just your normal uh, oil on your face. My normal sheen. <laughs> All right, here we go, Steph. I'm going to start a song, and uh, as soon as you know it, Shout out. Got it. As soon as you say got it, uh, I'll immediately stop the song. Stop. I stop the clock first, then I stop the song. Uh-huh. And you got five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Okay, I'm getting okay. in the zone. I gave myself three examples to give to you guys. Which oh. one do I want to go with? Uh, let me reset. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Song starts now. Just oh. playing the air guitar. It's 20 seconds. It stops automatically. I got nothing, Nothing. Though. I got nothing. Oh, but I know it. It's 20 seconds. It's there, but it's not processing words or letters. Blind melon, no rain. Ah, yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Darn it. 
All right, I'll bring Mercedes okay. in here. She, okay. was, she was watching over there in her studio. Now, during the actual game, she leaves the studio, so she can't see any facial cues during the actual game. Hello. Hey, all right. So you ready, Mercedes? Yes. All right, let me reset the clock. As soon as you know it, shout out, got it. Stop the clock and uh, give me artist and title. Okay. Starts now. Got it. No Rain by Blind Melon. You are correct, and you identified that song in 1.3 seconds. Okay. Now, Steph, she went... 20 seconds and didn't know it. Oh, you didn't know that song? I knew it, but I couldn't come out. Uh, the words weren't coming out of my mouth. The, I, actually, I call it the Bumblebee Girl song. Yeah, remember the little around, Bumblebee yeah. Girl? Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That's how it works. Can you guess a song faster than I can? Caller 20, you are going to be put to the test. 702-364-9400. diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers on the line. Caller 20, you're in. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl & Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl & Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We are live right now on the 7 a.m. social. Just signed on. We are live streaming the show on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook page. So, so join us. You can see what's happening on and off the air. Mercedes in the morning. And it is time for Beat Mercedes. It is Minden Monday. Your chance to win an $1,100 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Allie, good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Oh, same, same to you. How's, how was your weekend? It was awesome. I actually won a poker tournament last night. Ooh. You won a poker tournament? I took first. I took money. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I feel like luck is on your side this morning, right? I hope so. Let's start the week off even better. Oh, I hope you get this $1,100 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers up for grabs. You just have to guess the song faster than I do, okay? All right. Okay, good luck to you. I am headed out of the studio right now, and, um, oh, I really hope you win this, too. Wouldn't that be great? Poker tournament on Sunday. Beat Mercedes on Monday. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Mercedes is stepping out. All right, Allie, yeah, I'm right there with Mercedes. I agree. I feel like I feel like luck was on your side from the weekend rolling into today. So I'm going to give you some audio. This is just sample audio. It's that Blind Melon song. I just want to make sure you can hear everything, okay? Let me know you can hear the song that's playing down the phone line right now. 
Yeah. You can hear? Okay, perfect. So the next song will be the actual contest. And when we start the contest, as soon as you know the song, shout out top of your lungs. I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll stop the clock. Mm-hmm. You'll have five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title, okay? All right. Now, now if you heard in the, uh, in the warm-up round, if it goes 20 seconds like Steph did, it automatically stops and you got to give us something. I didn't know that one either, Steph, so I get it. <laughs> Yay, we're all together now. Okay, so, all right, all right. next one, though? All right, here we go. Here's the real deal. The song's going to start here in a second. The song, it starts now. Got it, got it, got it. Stop the clock. What do you got? Vida Loca, Vida Loca Movido. Um, what's the song? Rap Christoph? Haruto Rap Christoph? <sighs> what's, your, uh, what's your answer? Isn't it Vida Loca Movido? Vida Loca Lovida? I think that was her what? answer. Living La Vida Loca? <laughs> no, Vida Loca Movido. No, that's not it. No, it's not. Oh. I'm sorry. Allie, hold on one second. Does everyone know what it is? It's, uh, it's, I don't know why I cover my microphone when I say it, but it's the Eagles. Hotel California. Okay. Should okay. I bring her in? Yeah, bring in Mercedes. So Steph goes to get Mercedes. Mercedes steps out of her studio. She can't hear anything. She's in the green room. All doors are shut, so she has no idea what song was played. Here comes Mercedes. She gets dialed back in. We're live on the 7 a.m. social club, so you can stream the game as we play it. It's her headphones. A lot of buttons got to be pushed. Headphones on. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. All Back. right. You ready? Yes, I am ready. All right. Let me I turn this on. As soon as you know it, shout out. Got it. All right. Okay. And um, starts now. Got it. Hotel California, the Eagles. Woohoo! 1.3 seconds. Okay. 1.3 seconds. That's fast, Mercedes. Now, Allie, with uh, luck on her side, winning the poker tournament last night, she stopped the clock at 4.2 seconds and did not know the song or artist. So, Mercedes, you win. Well, yay me, but boo, Allie. I'm so sorry, Allie. That stinks. At least you had the poker tournament. I'll fall back on. You said she stopped at four seconds but didn't get it? Yeah, she, what was the song? I, I think she was thinking it was the uh, Coldplay song. Maybe. Oh, Viva the, La Vida. Yeah, she thought it was that Coldplay That's song. That's what, what you're talking about. Oh, so she got it wrong. Yeah, she got it wrong. Oh, I'm sorry, but good news. Next week, Woo. it just became a $1,200 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Very exciting stuff, you guys. That's a lot of fun. We do it every Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's Beat Mercedes. Now, coming up next, we do. Oh, by the way, speaking of winning, we haven't said this yet, but 9 o'clock hour, 940, tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. Up next is The Dirt. Kelly Clarkson is accused of having a toxic workplace, and she's responding to these accusations. Details in about seven minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Rolling Stone published a report on Friday where one current and 11 former employees of the Kelly Clarkson show alleged that it's a toxic environment. Now, to clarify, they said that Kelly is fantastic, and they're sure she has no clue on how unhappy her staff truly are. It's the show's producers that are the problem. The report said that employees are overworked, underpaid, and that working there was traumatizing to their mental health. So Kelly heard the report, and she wasted no time in making a statement. She put one out. And to sum it up, she loves her team, and this behavior is unacceptable. And Kelly and her senior staff are all going to undergo re- uh, leadership training. Not our producer. Our producer is not like that at all. Does not create a toxic environment for us. 
We were having a conversation about you this weekend, Steph. My husband, he just and he's talking about how much he likes you. And he was comparing you to a past producer of ours. Uh-oh. And he's like, it's like night and day. <laughs> She's so happy and positive. And so-and-so is always upset. And I was like, well, you know, you win some, you lose some. I could say the same thing about you guys. You guys are so nice. You're so a positive, And it's like night and day with my other hosts. Really? <laughs> you never talk to us much about your other hosts. Exactly. Really? Uh, I don't want to say which ones, but yeah, there were some of them that were very, I wouldn't say toxic, but negative. Like, everything had a complaint. Really? Everything. Oh, those listeners are horrible. Like, so bad. Oh. Yeah, it was oh, bad. That's I know. tough producing for, I produced for some mean hosts in the past, uh, and it's tough. Not here in Las Vegas, when I was in D.C. And it's really hard as a producer. When you go in there with a positive attitude, and the person you're going to work for is, is just a bad person, it doesn't make it fun. And it's really hard to get stuff done as well. I think we have some uh, unpacking to do with both of your past uh, gigs because I did not know any of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can tell some stories from time in D.C. And Steph has got a couple tales to tell. Tales from the producer. Uh, BTS released a new song titled The Planet. For, it's for an animated movie called Bastions. Uh, it's, it's part of the set. So here's brand new music uh, from BTS. It's not part of a new album. They just made the song just for this animated movie. All seven members of BTS, they're in the song. They're singing together. So here it is, brand new music from BTS. So cute. Did you know it. that was coming out? Yeah, I did. Yeah. And then last night at Sugar's concert, Halsey came on stage with him. It was very cool. Where's Sugar right now? Is he still on the West Coast? He's, or still, he... he's in LA still. That was his final show. And that was the one that one of my friends said that she could get me a ticket to. And I was like, oh, it's on a Sunday. I can't. I got to work Monday. I'm like, ah, Halsey uh, was there too. You could have done the, the show remote. You had AC as well if you're in a hotel room. This is true. I should have done that. Darn it. Oh, well. Next time. He's here. Yeah. Uh, we're new, he's on tour. Morgan Wallen's album, One Thing at a Time, is still the number one album in the country. I know that last night we let the liquor talk. So the song has spent 10, or the album has spent 10 weeks at number one on the Billboard 200. And Morgan is the first male solo artist to have an album spend 10 consecutive weeks at number one. Only five acts, including Morgan, have had albums that uh, have been number one for at least 10 consecutive weeks. Uh, Adele is on there. Adele actually has two albums. Her album 25 spent 10 weeks at number one, and then her album 21 spent 24 weeks at number one. Whitney Houston is on there. Whitney, her her, uh, debut album, Whitney, spent 11 weeks at number one back in 1987. And then we go back to 1967 and The Monkees. Their album spent 18 weeks at number one back in 1967. I hope that... Adele always names her records her age. I, I hope there's like a 72 and an 81. Yeah. That would be so cool. No, I, I thought Ed Sheeran would have been number one. He had huge sales last week. There were stories on his album was one of the fastest selling albums of the year. Ed Sheeran's album Subtract came in at number two. 
Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, I really thought it was going to be number one based on just the way they were talking about the sales of his album. We have your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran coming up in the 9 o'clock hour right around 9.40. And actually, next hour at this time, 8.25, your tickets to go see the Las Vegas Aces. The ladies' opening weekend is happening May 27th is their first home game. We got tickets for you to go see them on May 28th. It's Mix 94.1. I saw something that I wasn't supposed to see this weekend. It was not meant for my eyes, but I still saw it. And I don't know if this is considered snooping. I wasn't snooping, but I definitely was not supposed to see it. Have you ever seen something that you know you were not supposed to see? Um, I was at the Golden Knights game on Friday. Fun game, had the best time. And I'm sitting there and they're getting ready. The players are getting ready to come back out. So... The lights dimmed again. And the guy in front of me was on his phone. And you know when the lights dim, it's really bright. So I kind of just was looking around and I see the phone on. And something caught my eye on the phone. I was like, it was my name. My name. And he had this font that was huge. You know the the big fonters? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether it's your vision's not that great or you just like the big font. He had big font. And I see my name. Now, if you would have seen your name in a text message on uh, someone's phone in front of you, would you have continued to look or would you have looked away? Oh, 100%. I would have looked. If, if the guy in front of me, big font, phones up and I you catch his eye, like you said, the brightness, and I see JC in the text message. Oh, yeah, I'm looking down. Absolutely. Now, with my name, maybe they were texting about a car or something. But then I kind of looked again and I saw 94.1. Oh, that's you. <laughs> And I'm like, so I grab my phone and I take a picture. Oh, (laughs) I'm like, what is this? And if you're on the 7 a.m. social club, I'll put it up there. I don't know. Oh, you can't see it. Tilt it down. My gosh, that's big font. That isn't that. I, 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 no, you can't see it. It says, I think Mercedes from 94.1 is behind you guys. Seed on the jumbotron you were on. And I I was on the Jumbotron a couple of times, you know, because we were all excited and screaming and doing the thing. Um, So hold on one second. What the heck is going on here? Um, Yeah. So it was just a weird thing. Have you ever have you ever seen something you weren't supposed to? 702-364-9400. Uh, there's been a couple things here at the radio station. I mentioned before um, when I would get here uh, as a producer, I would print stuff out in the back printer, and I went back there to grab my stuff. And I don't know who, who it was. It was back in our business department where I would use their printer. And someone had printed out everyone's contract information, everyone's contract, salary, the whole nine yards. And I took my stuff, and I realized I had it. And to get back in my, the studio that you're in now, Mercedes, I sit down, I'm kind of following through. I'm like, oh, what is this? So that this was, gosh, maybe... 10 years ago, 12 years ago. It was a long time ago. Everyone that I think that was on that list is no longer in the building. That's really? how long it was. But I remember seeing everything going, oh my gosh, they make that much? Holy cow. And of course I looked at it. And then I'm thinking, okay, do I put it back on the printer? Do I throw it out? And so we had, and we still have it. We have like the secure document box. And you put documents inside there and this company comes and picks it up and, and they shred everything so no one can see it. So I dropped it inside that thing back in the day. Did you, like, you didn't keep it or anything? I jotted, I made notes. <laughs> I made notes. So I was back in that studio, only one here in the building. No one's around me, so I made notes. But I'm thinking, whoever printed it out that I 
right before it might be thinking, oh my gosh, I left that on the printer. So I just went back and, and slid it into the, uh, the the document shredder. Oh my gosh. What what did you see you weren't supposed to see? Um, this text just came in here at 702-364-9400. It says, I walked in to my mother's room while she was showering. I was 18. She just got out of the shower and there she was fully naked. Talk about awkward. Have you ever seen your parents naked? Uh, I've seen my mom from the top half and I've seen, yeah, I've seen my dad naked too. It's, it's when you, when you see your father naked as, as a young boy, it's alarming because his stuff looks different than your stuff. And there's a lot of questions that pop in your mind. I was really confused. D- what were the questions that popped in your mind? Well, just like size wise. I mean, the way hair stuff that was going on with him. Like I wasn't aware of that stuff as a little kid. He, he stepped out <laughs> of the shower Mercedes. And I'm like, ah, did you ever say anything? Uh, I think I did bring something up of like, um, about what the dad had and I didn't have and my mom telling me, oh, you know, you'll change into that as you grow and mature into a man. Things will turn that way. And uh, I don't know how much I can say. But so, you know, when you're a little kid. <laughs> what, I want to know what you're hesitating on. Well, you, you probably can't say it if you're... I'll quote it up. You have the, he has his little boy, you have Frank and Beans, right? And the beans are not that, you know, you're a little kid. So your beans are different than a grown man's beans. And so when I saw my dad with his Frank and Beans, I thought he had two Franks because I didn't know what the beans were. And I said to my mom, like, why does dad have two Franks? And she's like, he doesn't. So I'm like, yes, he does. I saw them. Saw them both hanging down. And she goes, no, that's a Frank of beans. Your beans are going to change, too, at one point. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was so confused, Mercedes. The beans, the beans will change? You asked your mom, though? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I went to my mom and not my dad. I think I was just kind of alarmed by the whole thing. And uh, I went to my mom about it. I didn't go, I didn't go to my dad. Like, I saw your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tess says, I saw a guy watching uh, adult material in a hotel hallway and that's about as much as i can read of that uh comment there oh my gosh i just read the second half of it (laughs) (laughs) go to your room um let's see here oh my gosh we're getting a ton of them here on our text line this one says um i work for a company where we clean up backyards last week i went into a backyard and i always bang on the gate in case the dogs are out well i came around the side of the house and the couple was indecent in the pool. She hopped off the floaty so fast and covered herself. I was so embarrassed. But they know what days we come. <laughs> yeah, maybe that was intentional. Maybe they uh. were trying to do something. <laughs> I just laughed when I saw this text. And I I wanted to, like, say hello. or But he never turned around after that. Like, before we were all high-fiving and after he got this text... I think Mercedes from 94.1 is behind you guys. See you on the Jumbotron. And it looked like he was writing, we missed it. How was my, and it says H. Uh-huh. I think he was going to say, how was my hair? Um, he was bald, so that's what that, maybe he was trying to But before the text message, you were high-fiving, like, people, like friends around, around you. around yeah, you, uh-huh. and they would score. And after that, he just He's stayed just... three, four, four. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> You're, yeah, when you see, you see your name on someone's text message, it jumps out like and that. It was pretty funny. Now, we've got, uh, oh, my gosh, we forgot about this, too. We have so many prizes Oh, my gosh, yes. Coming up here in about five minutes, uh, we have, it's Live Nation's concert week was last week. So two weeks, uh, or two tickets, to your choice of a participating $25 all all in tickets concert for concert week. So Mercedes, the list of, of artists that the winner gets to choose from, it seems like it's endless. It, there's uh, literally thousands of shows that you can choose from. Uh, some of them, Duran Duran, Nickelback, Weezer, Keith Urban, Maroon 5, so many. So 
Should we do that right now? Well, we, do it. we said 740, so maybe coming out okay, of commercials. Okay, four more minutes. Four, four more, more minutes. minutes. Don't F- go anywhere. It's coming up. It's Mix 94. Oh, also the Hot Three's coming up. What do you have for us? Well, um, Bed Bath & Beyond, they filed for bankruptcy. Guess what their buildings are going to be turned into in a lot of places? That is on the way. Also, who believes they own the world's most spoiled dog and why? And um, did you know the clothing brand Sheen for... I, I don't know if they sell men's clothes, but they, they sell clothes for women. They just unveiled a full new line of clothes and accessories. And wait until you hear who they're targeted towards. We'll talk about all that coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Malls are not attracting the teens like they used to. So maybe they should chase after the people that went to the malls in the 80s and 90s. And this is the perfect way to do that. In cities across America, malls are becoming not spirit Halloweens like a lot of people were guessing on our 7 a.m. social club. But they're becoming indoor pickleball venues. Whoa. Yeah. They're not going into smaller units like, you know, wherever... Walden Books or Sam Goody was. It's the big abandoned mall hubs, the former homes of department stores like Sears and Macy's and now Bed Bath and Beyond. CNN says it's already happened in about a dozen places and it could be a nationwide trend because both pickleball uh, chains and smaller regional clubs are moving into mall spaces. It makes sense. Pickleball is growing so fast that it is outpacing the availability of outdoor courts in many places. And at the same time, online shopping is making huge retail spaces harder to fill so soon you may be able to uh, meet some friends by uh, the fountain for some pickleball and maybe go to Sbarro or Cinnabon afterwards what were the places you mentioned before is it Sam Goody you said Sam Goody mm-hmm. yeah Suncoast uh-huh. was a hot spot I go to Suncoast Suncoast sold uh, movies and music as well and posters as well I go to Suncoast for that stuff I would like to go to Claire's Boutique and also Spencer's Gifts uh, what else Spencer's yeah there's a, there, there used to be Spencer's Gift in downtown Summerlin I think it's still there um, yeah, it is there, uh, but like in the indoor malls, yeah. where were mm-hmm. where were my must goes, and those were probably two of the ones that I had to go to. There's always a toy store too. Was KB Toys a thing out here? KB Toys and Hobbies. Yes, yes, that I was a mall about store. That one. Um, also, this morning, a new poll has found that of U.S. dog owners, sixty percent swear they own the world's most spoiled dog. Okay, okay, call us right now or text us. At 702-364-9400 and tell us why you own the world's most spoiled dog. And we'll determine a winner. Two-thirds of them um, say that with the most spoiled dogs, uh, say they have herding dogs like Australian Shepherds and Border Collies. Non-sporting dogs like Bulldogs, Boston Terriers, and Shiba Inus came in second for the world's most luxurious breeds that get spoiled. An overwhelming majority say they spoil their pets in a wide variety of ways. Um, when asked what they do, they say they play all day long, they sleep in until noon, or they let them sleep where they usually wouldn't be allowed to sleep. Okay, let's go around. You had Max and Molly. I've got a couple of dogs. Steph has Momo. What's the, the most spoiled thing that Max and Molly, not saying they're, they're the world's most spoiled dog. We all spoil our pups in some way. What was the, the most spoiled thing you did for your puppies? Probably hire um, 
uh, house sitter when we went out of town, instead of putting them in a kennel or something, um, we had to hire someone that stayed at our home because we didn't want them to just come and check in. They stayed there and made sure that they were okay because we didn't want to take them out of their environment. So they didn't have the anxiety of travel or anything like that. They just chilled at the house. Yes. And it was all well, all well for them. Steph, the biggest thing you do to spoil Momo. The biggest thing that uh, spoils Momo, I just think that he's allowed on the couch. He could sleep in the bed. He just can't sleep in the bed at night. We wouldn't, he was a puppy. We had a bag for him and we would sneak him into places that he wouldn't be able to, like Costco and stuff like that. That's his only service animals. So we would sneak Momo into places that he wasn't supposed to. And he couldn't walk out of there with less than $100 worth of products. (laughs) Exactly. What about you, JC? I mean, they're they're pretty chill. I think that for the the, the biggest thing would be for Jax, he has his own bedroom. So we have two guest bedrooms and there's one bedroom that we don't use. And so he sleeps on that bed. So he has his own bedroom and own bed that he goes to every night. You say, Jax, go to bed. He goes up there and he stays up there until it's morning. I, I I think that if they are your little pet and you love them so much, you'll do pretty much anything. This text says, my uh, parents got a custom big bed enough for their large dogs to sleep in bed, and then they get their own pillows. Uh, this one says, my <laughs> my dog wears a designer collar and eats fresh cooked chicken daily. Uh, my dog Ziggy is spoiled from Candace. If he hears treat, he runs to his treat box or park and runs to his leash. He gets fed cooked chicken and rice and is allowed to be anywhere he wants in the house. Oh, God bless it. That's super sweet. Yeah. Uh, Katie's on the phone. Katie, is this your pet or your neighbor's pet? This is my neighbor's pet, little old lady. Oh, what? <laughs> the dog's name little old lady or is owned by a little old lady? Owned by a little old lady. Oh, okay. What does she do for her pet? She gives him Cheez-Its, jelly beans, homemade food. Whoa. Hey, better than most people I know. <laughs> jelly, yeah, jelly beans doesn't sound good for a dog, though. I'll be honest. This is like a good thing they to are, do for a pup. Yeah, said it's fine. Oh. Oh, the, oh, well, the vet says it. You ain't no vet, I ain't no vet. <laughs> Thanks, Katie. Jelly beans for all. <laughs> uh, this one says, my daughter tucks our bull terrier in every night with a pillow and blanket. My oh. dog waits for her turn down now before going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my turn down service? Turn down service with a puppy. That's awesome. Oh, I love these. Uh, finally, this morning, let's not forget about other pets out there. Americans love to spoil their pets, but now hamster owners can too. Sheen has released a full line of hamster clothing, accessories, even furniture for your hamsters. The clothing line includes sunglasses, sweaters, tiny shark slippers, and hats. While the furniture you can choose from includes a banana hammock, shopping carts, um, bathtubs, feeding chairs. There's plenty more to choose from, too. Social media reaction, though, is pretty split, but one hamster owner commented, not proud to admit I have been looking up hamster clothes on Sheen. It's just ladies' clothes right now, right? I'm looking at it right now. Nice, cool clothes for ladies. Yeah, they're very um, affordable. Yeah. But did you look at the hamster clothes? No, I'm on their website right now. Okay. Uh, Got to find it. Hamster. Oh. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. Your hamster is going to be the best dressed hamster out there. I love the little banana <laughs> hammock. There's, There is like, oh, my gosh. You got to stop. I don't know if you can see this. There's a little sweater for your yes, hamster. Look at it right now. The cutest Aww. little outfits. I want a hamster now just so I can dress them up. Talk about spoiled. My gosh, those hamsters have the life right that there. That is so cute. So lots coming up on the show. 940 tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. That happens at 940. And then next hour, your tickets to go see the Las Vegas Aces. That happens at 825. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. 
That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That's the latest from Post Malone. It's called Chemical. It's Mix 94.1, 759 Monday morning. Hopefully you guys had a great weekend. All the moms out there, I hope you were celebrated and spoiled like crazy. Uh, sounds like you had a, a rough uh, rough night's sleep the other night. Yeah, it was kind of, it's a weird situation in my house. Two things happened that transpired last week. Actually, at one point uh, on the show on Friday, I had an incident on Wednesday night. And, and the first thing that happened on Wednesday night, so Lara's out of town, and I've been sleeping with this stuff. It's called hostage tape over your mouth at night. It's supposed to help you breathe better through your nose and less snoring. And so I've been using it for a while, but a couple of times you wake up and you forget that tape is on your mouth and you start to freak out a little bit because there's something on your mouth and you can't talk when you have this hostage tape on. So Wednesday night, I couldn't give you the rhyme or reason of details of the dream, but I just remember like felt like I was being like someone was choking me and I couldn't breathe. And I literally top of my lungs, blood curdling scream. And I'm doing it with a hostage tape on my mouth. And I wake up from this nightmare screaming at the top of my lungs through this hostage tape. Total, this, this, this uh, product total backfired me, backfired me on Wednesday night. So I tore the thing off. I'm breathing. <sighs> so that was the, the first incident when it comes to sleep that happened Wednesday night. And that kind of affected my voice on Thursday. And then Friday morning, I pretty much lost my voice. But Friday morning, I get up, go to take Jax out. Uh, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. And I open the door, the back door, and the alarm goes off. And um, as soon as the alarm goes off, the indoors camera cameras turn on, and I go running to turn the alarm off. And we're at dinner on Friday night. Laura says, "Let's pull up the cameras to see your reaction when the alarm went off." Because I knew that would wake up Laura on Friday morning. So we pull up the cameras. It was the weirdest thing, Mercedes. I'm standing by the front door, the back door, for like 30 seconds before I open it. I think I was sleepwalking on Friday morning. Do you normally sleepwalk? I normally do not sleepwalk. It'd be a first-time thing for me. Hmm, interesting. So maybe you should go see a doctor about that. No, I don't think it's doctor-worthy. I just think it's an odd situation where it's we're watching this video, and I'm just standing there, literally for th- by the door for 30 seconds. I come down with Jax, I stand by the door, 30 seconds goes by, and I open it, and the alarm goes off. It was so weird, such a weird thing. Do you normally not turn off the alarm? or? I always turn off the alarm. The first thing I do is I go downstairs, turn off the alarm, Take Jax out. For some reason that morning, I just went to the back door, stared at it for 30 seconds, and then opened it and the alarm went off. Huh. Interesting. Anybody else have something like that happen in the middle of the night? You're walking in your sleep. Isn't that a song? In the middle of the night, I go walking in my sleep. No, 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 no. Billy Joel, River of Dreams. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah. Anyone, anyone ever pull a Billy Joel um, where you're walking in the middle of the night? And what did you do in your sleep? I, I am not a sleepwalker. I've never done it. Um, it. Luckily, I'm definitely a talk in the sleep person, but I'm, I don't, I've never slept walk before, thankfully. Yeah, same here. It's just, and I, I, I remember Friday morning, I remember the alarm going off. But something happened between the alarm going off and standing by the back door. Did I fall back fall back asleep standing up in front of the front door? I do not remember standing in front of the door for 30 seconds before opening. And it's a weird thing to do just to stand there and not open the door to go outside. Yeah, that is completely bizarre. I wonder if you were just way too tired and overtired sometimes. Yeah, you know? could have been. Could have been. Steph, did you ever sleepwalk? Oh, hold on. I slept walk at, walked as a kid. I was about four or five. And they said I was sleepwalking so badly to the point where I was going around the house and I was going outside. I went outside going towards the street and luckily my brother caught me. I don't remember any of this because they said you're not supposed to wake a sleepwalker. So they kind of just let me and watched me walk in, maybe walk back to my room. But instead of walking back to my room, I walked outside. Oh my gosh. That's so scary. I know. I don't know when the last time I've slept walk, but that's scary. That story was probably the scariest. Oh my gosh. Your kids ever sleepwalk? No, no, they don't sleepwalk. I don't. Sometimes they would just come into my room while I was sleeping, but they were, they were fully awake and aware of what they were doing for sure. Coming up here, those tickets to go see the Las Vegas Aces. We have them for you coming up right around 825 when you win. Heads up. Las Vegas Aces won their first preseason game coming up in about five minutes. We have your tickets for home opening weekend for the Aces. Those are yours when you win heads up. Hey, Steph, when when did this come in? I, I was just reading it now. Well, this she actually called and I told her to email her story. And this was on Friday. OK, so is tipping out of control? We we've talked about that before. When you go somewhere and there's that tip line and it's like, wait, I got this myself. Why why am I tipping? Is this out of control? When should you tip and when should you not tip? And this looks, it, it's from Alicia. She says, you guys have been discussing the topic of t- tipping quite a bit and how out of control it's getting. My daughter shared a story with me that brings tipping to a whole new level. She's in fourth grade at a local elementary school. The book fair came to her school and she was so excited to get some new books. I gave her $20 to get the book she wanted. The book was $15. I've taught my kids from a young age how to give the cashier the money and to expect change back. A basic yet crucial life skill. After she paid, she waited for her money back and asked if she got change and they told her no. It was for tips. She tried to tell her teacher, but he just shrugged. So now book fairs are forcing children to leave tips and these kids aren't even given an option. This is absolutely infuriating. I don't know who to talk to about this and I don't want to be labeled as a Karen, but this tipping has to stop somewhere. Taking advantage of adults is one thing, but not kids. That crosses a line. I, my kid has book fairs. I just never see my money back. I assume she's kept it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I wonder if this is happening. They just, they don't give change. You're forced to tip. That seems a little, a little much, especially with kids who don't, don't have the courage usually to stand up to adults. Yeah, to say, hey, I'm due $5 back. Give me my $5. And maybe they want to tip them a dollar or something. So be it. But yeah, not even to give the person that option. Imagine that any business doing that as an adult walking in, whatever your total is. Yeah, here's 20 bucks. The bill was $18. 
Oh, you're just keeping my, my $2 for a tip? Give it back. I will tip you if I feel like it. But yeah, that's just wrong with kids. And should b- book sales be tipped like that? Not if it's a book fair that you've normally gone to. I don't I don't understand. Like, where where does it stop? Seriously. Like, w- when is enough enough? Because it seems like every place needs a tip. And I feel terrible if I don't. If I don't give one, it, you know, what's interesting. Um, so in Europe, it's customary not to tip. Like it's usually just they're given an hourly wage that is something you can live on. And I was always told don't tip when you go to Europe. So I'm like, OK, we're not going to tip here because, yeah, th- they say not to. I swear, every time I left somewhere, they looked so mad at me for not tipping. And then I just started tipping again. I, I don't know if it's because they they expect the Americans to tip because that's what we do. Oh, but yeah. Uh-huh. When, I, when I didn't do it, like I was told, oh, man, they seemed so angry. So I was like, oh, we, we got to start tipping again. This is a... Uh, this is not going to bode well for us if we continue the no tipping trend here. Yeah, it's just, it is it's weird circumstances, too, of, of, you know, we talked about before the self-checkout or something. Some um, grocery stores now adding a tip option for self-checkout and stores for self-checkout as well. Or if you go to, uh, I get a, a protein shake sometimes at the gym, and I walk up there. And if you're making my protein shake, different story, might do a tip. But if you're turning around and taking a protein shake out of the fridge and handing it to me, that tip option still pops up. And there's that, there's that tip guilt that you feel as well i remember when like working in the rental car place working in the hotel sometimes i would get tipped and i would feel guilty getting tip the rental car transaction will be done okay sir your car's outside and it's slot number five and he's like oh thank you gives me like a tip like why are you tipping me i didn't do anything i just rented you your car and i would feel weird on those situations of getting a tip because you're not supposed to tip your rental car person yeah i i found this list from etiquette experts that say the five times you definitely don't need to lead a tip leave a tip um and i don't see rental car people on the list but i will tell you who's on there after we talk to amber amber hey good morning what do you think good morning i work the pto at another school and that's absolutely ridiculous to keep a tip of any amount from a child that seems like you're really taking advantage of them and and maybe it was just that person pocketing it on the sides like typically it's Oh, that's just horrible. Yeah, it is. It, it, I, I wonder, like, who usually works the book fairs? Is it teachers? Is it volunteers? Is it the people from the book fair? What is it? No, it's usually parent volunteers, either PTO or other parents. Huh. That's so odd. Amber, thank you so much for calling. Let's talk to Carrie. Carrie, you're a librarian here in the Clark County School District. What do you think about that? Well, I don't have any volunteers. I just work the book fair with my assistant. And we do not take tips at all. Um, we don't deal in pennies. So if something is like a dollar amount, 97 cents, we don't give the three cents back just because pennies are a hassle to deal with. But uh, that is outrageous to keep money from a kid. Yeah, that mm. that I can understand. Yeah, pennies are a pain. Like, who wants to deal with that? But, uh, y- you know, if it's $5. That's a lot of money to keep yes. from a kid. That's a, that's a huge amount of money. So here are the, the five. Thank you for calling, Carrie. Here are the... Um, the five people you don't need to leave a tip for. They say don't tip service technicians like plumbers and electricians. They usually make a good wage and aren't expecting a tip. Number two, don't tip flight attendants. It's considered bad form and some airlines even have policies against it. Handing out drinks is one small part of their job. The rest of what they do is closer to being a first responder than a server. And you obviously wouldn't tip a firefighter or paramedic. Number three, th- and here... 
If anyone is from another country, can you please tell us tipping etiquette? This says don't tip if you're traveling in certain countries. It's not expected in Australia, New Zealand, and parts of Europe. In East Asia, it could even be seen as an insult. Number four, don't tip at restaurants when gratuity is included. If they automatically add 20%, you can tack on a little more if you want, but don't feel any pressure to. And last, it says don't tip highly trained professionals like nurses, lawyers, and accountants. If you want to let them know you appreciate them, send them a card or give them a positive review online. Like with the uh, with the service technicians and plumbers, electricians, if they're doing something like like going back to the rental car place, if I was maybe taking care of this person or what what above and beyond, or you know they were in a jam and the reservation was made for the following week, I took care of them. Then they tip me. It's okay. I see where they're coming from. But if it's just like a regular straight rental, why are you tipping me? I don't get it. But same with like a service technician, a plumber, electrician. If they come to our house. I remember a couple years ago, our AC went out and uh, they came and fixed it. And he made a comment about the second AC. There might be an issue with it. I'm like, ah, oh, we'll worry about it later. Literally, like, later that afternoon. It went out and I called and that guy came right back to fix it. I felt like he went above and beyond in that situation. So in those circumstances, I do believe in a tip. We we do the same thing too. And uh, like when we had a plumbing issue and they came out really fast, in my opinion. And so we were like, I think my husband will always be like, here's some money, have lunch on us or something like that. It's He just, you know, it's just a way of saying thank you mm-hmm. when you know you couldn't have done <laughs> the same thing they did. Uh, this one says, I'm a nurse, and from time to time, people will want to leave me a tip. It's very awkward that they would want to tip me. Of course, I never accept it, but I always kindly thank them. Um, as far as that book fair, a lot of people are saying that is not the norm. Absolutely bring it up to the administration because book fairs don't take tips at all. So, the book fair person. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can I have a change? No, but it's a tip, kid. Okay. Does it seem right? Yeah, that's that seems like you're really taking advantage of those kids. All right, all right, it's time to win right now. This is awesome. So we want caller twenty at 702-364-9400. Your caller twenty, you get to play heads up, and this is a fun prize oh, for you. Oh, we're so excited about this! The Las Vegas Aces—they're starting their season again, and we've got opening weekend tickets to check them take check them take on the Minnesota Lynx on May 28th at the Michelob Ultra Arena. Plus, you'll be qualified for the grand prize, which would be, instead of those, two center straights opening weekend tickets to that game. So, amazing all the way around. Who wants to go? Caller 20, you're playing heads up. 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Lizette, you're Caller 20. You ready to play heads up? All right. We want to get you these tickets to see the Las Vegas Aces. Here are your categories to choose from. Do you want to go with Pepper Jack, Computer Desk, Hummus, Caesar Salad, or Mirror Pick? Oh, my goodness. What was the first one again? Uh, Pepper Jack. Okay, let's do that. Pepper Jack. May is American Cheese Month. So these are all foods that have cheese in them, Okay. 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 So, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Mercedes. Okay. All right, Lizette. Oh, man, my cut out there. Lizette, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six cracked, and you win these tickets to go see the Aces, and you start now. You might get this at a Mexican restaurant. It's got two tortillas and then cheese in the middle. Yes. This is what you would put on a bagel. You'd smear it on. 
Cream cheese? Yes. This is uh, chips with cheese sauce on them. Okay, and they, so? um, with, no, with cheese sauce on them and it, like maybe some jalapenos. You might get it at a ballpark. Yes. Uh, this is when you have a little stick thing and then you put in the thing in the in the cheese in the bowl that's um in front of you. It's on a flame. Fondue? Yes. This is, uh, you would get this if you go to Subway. What would you get? Um, a footlong? <laughs> what? My sandwich? Footlong sandwich? Yeah, she just said sandwich. Um, this is, Kraft makes this. It comes in a box, and you... Macaroni and cheese. Yes! Nice. <laughs> nice job, Lizette. Congratulations! Yay, thank you. You're all set with tickets to the Las Vegas Aces versus Minnesota Lynx. That game is Sunday, May 28th, and then you qualify for the grand prize, which is those upgraded seats. So we'll have these Aces tickets all week long when you win heads up at 825. And next hour, 940, we got your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. All the moms out there had an amazing Mother's Day. Uh, I know I did. It was so nice. I fully took advantage of Mother's Day in that I know that I can ask for anything and I'll pretty much get it. And so <laughs> Matt's like, <laughs> he he had to drop my daughter off at the airport. He's like, do you want anything on the way back? And I, I didn't really. And I was going to make him go. I'm like, but I knew he was fishing. Like if I want a Starbucks or something, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And so they get home and they're like, do you want us to make you breakfast? I'm like, yeah, I don't really eat breakfast. I'm good. But I laid around all day. And then later in the afternoon, I was like, I really want that backyard cleaned up. It's a, it, we got to clean up the tables. We got to blow out the leaves. That's, that's what I'm going to use my favor on. And I go, Hey, you guys, I'm going to go clean out the backyard. I need your help. And they they looked at each other, and you could tell they wanted to say no. But just because it was Mother's Day, they got up and they helped me clean. It was so perfect. And then um, this is, I think yesterday was the day that I officially realized that I'm turning into my mother. Like, did you ever say, like, I'll never be like my parents? No way. And then you do something, you're like, I'm officially them. Because after we cleaned up out there, Matt goes, what what else do you want? Is there anything we can do? And I said, I just want everyone to get along. That's all. <laughs> and my mom used to say that. Mom, what do you want for Mother's Day? I just want you all to get along and no fighting. And I was like, wow, I've officially turned into my mother. That's good. When did you realize you were turning into your parents or turning your mom or turning into your father? Maybe it happened this weekend or, or prior. Because did your parents do this? My mom would always say this. And I realized a couple weeks ago that I'm turning into my mom or at least picking up her momisms. Saturday, we, whatever morning it was, mom always needs her coffee first. First, let me get my coffee. Hey, mom, can I do, first let me get my coffee. Mom always needed her first cup of coffee before she did anything for us. Come downstairs. Mom, is breakfast ready? Let me get my coffee first. Mom always needed coffee first. A couple weekends ago, on the weekends, Laura goes to the barn first thing. And I still get up early with her and help her pack up the car and stuff. But I, it was a couple weekends ago. And I'm down there. And she's like, hey, can you put those saddle pads in the car? I'm like, hold on one second. Let me have my coffee first. That's like the mug that says, but first coffee yes yeah uh, i announced that like oh my gosh i'm my mom i need to have my coffee first before i do anything on the weekend it's amazing how you, after so many years that just becomes a normal thing to do when you swore you wouldn't mm-hmm. do it I, I another thing i did i cried at a gift my mom used to cry when we'd give her gifts especially like the homemade ones she'd tear up and just, thank you i love it i did that for mother's day it's a tiny little thing that my daughter got me i even brought it today because it just makes me oh so I'm opening, it's a small gift, and I open it up, and it's just this little box. Cute little box. I'm like, what is this? 
And inside it says, to my mom, thank you, blah, blah, blah. And then I realize it's a music box. I used to sing You Are My Sunshine to her when she was a baby, and I started crying. That is so sweet. I was like, you remember me singing that to you? She's like, of course. I'm like, oh, tears, just tears. I was full on crying, and I'm like, yep, another reason I have turned into my mother. That's the sweetest <laughs> gift, though. That's so sweet. How did she find it? She searched for that in particular one, or is there like a website, any tunes, and music box? Yeah, it's called Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> she found it on Amazon. I envisioned Brooklyn downtown, like going through the vintage markets and looking at different music box and, and then that one speaks to her and she takes it home oh that my was so gosh. soothing listening to that joke. i just full-on lips started quivering and then she's like don't cry and gave me a hug i'm like i just couldn't believe she remembered me singing that to her she was so small when i used to sing that to her and then she yeah she comes back with a gift for a second though when um you said that uh, and let me play the music box here i thought here we go in three two <laughs> Man, she would have scored major points. <laughs> I, I did notice too at the I was at two grocery stores yesterday, so it's in grocery shopping early, and then I went swimming by Albertsons last night. I noticed there was more dads just with the kids at the grocery store on Sunday. I feel like maybe that's a thing. Like, let me take the kids out of the house. We'll go grocery shopping. Mom, you stay here. You relax. Do your own thing. And it just seemed there were more more than usual dads only with the kids at the grocery store. Yeah, that's a. I, I think a lot of moms just want time to themselves they just don't want to be bothered and it's not like they're bothered but you know it's just nice to not have any responsibilities for a few hours mm-hmm. so. absolutely <laughs> but wait so when you, when you went outside and started the backyard cleanup they started and you were like okay thank you no, and you slid back inside i worked my butt off oh, and you even did? asked my apple watch goes are you working out and i was like well kind of oh you're supposed to go I back worked, in oh, i just needed that place cleaned up it was so my neighbor has this pine tree and all his pine needles come into my yard it's so frustrating and we always ask like can you trim it can you do something well, if I trim this branch, it'll make the tree die. And I'm like, die, tree, die. It hangs over your yard? Yes. Oh, I cut it. I would cut it. I cut my neighbors all the time. I cut it. His tree hangs over. Really? really? hangs over. And we have the same landscaper. So I, I trust the landscaper is going to cut it right. And he knows the tree because he sees it on the other side. But at least once a year, my landscaper comes back there. Cuts all the branches down. Okay. Will it kill a tree if I cut off those branches? Because I just, I, I can't take it anymore. It yeah. gets into my pool, pool filter. Oh, it's cut just it down. a mess. Cut it down. Cut it down. Any arborists out there want to cut some trees for me? <laughs> yeah, I think it's baby steps. Like maybe do small, start a little small, a couple of branches here and there. And next thing you know, by the end of the summer, it's gone. <laughs> what happened to my tree? <laughs> Where'd it go? <laughs> you won't notice if you take baby steps. Hot three's coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, we are going to talk about what a Michigan boy did to save his sister from an attempted kidnapping. Also, the Social Security Administration has revealed the most popular baby names now. This is the official list see if there are any big surprises on that for you and then um if you are going to rob a subway you need to be very aware of the language you use we'll explain coming up next in the hot three here we go three two one 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. A Michigan teenager saved his 8-year-old sister from an alleged kidnapper by shooting the suspect with his slingshot. The girl was mushroom hunting in her backyard in Alpena Township when an unknown male came from the woods and tried to kidnap her. She managed to break free and her 13-year-old brother witnessed the attack and used his slingshot to shoot the assailant in the head and chest. Um, The Michigan State Police Department praised the teen's extraordinary action saying that the boy likely saved his sister from death or serious injury. The suspect fled the scene but was later found by state troopers at a nearby gas station and was easily identified by the injuries from the slingshot. The 17-year-old suspect was taken into custody, allegedly confessed to planning on severely beating the victim. He's been charged with multiple felonies, including attempted kidnapping and is being held on $150,000 bond. That sounds like something like in a movie or something. First off, they're out mushroom hunting. And yes. then secondly, the slingshot so much. He, he has such aim and was he using a rock to hit the guy and the guy goes running off. What a hero this kid is. Yeah, that's a, it, just the quick thinking. Mm-hmm. I would have just stood there frozen. I wouldn't have known what to do. So that that's pretty amazing. That, uh, that girl owes a lot to her brother. <laughs> That's for sure. Why well, do they would just so they're frozen? He just wouldn't have a slingshot on you to yeah. take care of the guy out. Um, also, this morning, it seems like websites all over the place are always pumping these lists out. But this is the official one. The Social Security Administration just revealed the most popular baby names from last year. And the big news is... Not much has changed. The top 10 lists for boys and girls are almost identical to the previous year, but one new name did crack the top 10 for girls. So Olivia was number one for girls again. The top 10 are Olivia, Emma, Charlotte, Amelia, Sophia, Isabella, Ava, Mia, Evelyn, and finally the new name on the list, and that is Luna. It's Latin for moon. And Americans are very into it right now. Um, Fun fact, according to the AKC, it was also the top name for female dogs last year. So, you know, everybody's living it. As far as boys go, Liam was number one for boys again. It was it goes Liam, Noah, Oliver, James, Elijah, William, Henry, Lucas, Benjamin and Theodore. Our old producer, Jocelyn, Jocelyn Luna. And sometimes we just call her by her last name. Luna was a fun name to say. Yeah, but uh, what if you name your daughter Luna and your last name Luna, 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 Luna. I like it. Luna squared. (laughs) Finally, this morning, if you're going to rob a place a subway restaurant is not the best choice um and this is the reason why a 20 year old man in chicago rubbed two subway restaurants last wednesday the first one apparently went smoothly but at the second one he almost messed it up he demanded all the bread oh gosh and the cashier asked him to clarify what kind of bread do you want <laughs> the thief made a gesture like he had a gun and the cashier gave him the cash from the register and the police caught him arrested him about 35 uh, minutes later turns out the guy was on bail after uh, robbing a wireless store his public defender said he had three job interviews lined up for various fast food restaurants but yeah don't ask for the bread when you go to a place that sells bread <laughs> whole wheat give me all the whole wheat I want the cheddar one the Asiago Ed Sheeran, we have your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran coming up next hour at 9.40. It's Mix 94.1.
hey, check this out. Uh, tomorrow morning, right around 740, we'll have more tickets for you to be a part of Concert Week, courtesy of Live Nation. Two tickets for you to check out one of their concerts, uh, the participating $25 all-in tickets. And I was just looking at this list. It's just crazy. You've got Shine Down, You've got Seal, Nickelback, Duran Duran, um, Weezer, Maroon 5. It's crazy. And I, I know that a divisive topic is Nickelback. I mean, I love me some Nickelback. What are your thoughts on Nickelback? I do like Nickelback's music, and I think they are a great band. I do, however, think all the Nickelback jokes are hysterical. But you could also remove the name Nickelback from the jokes and insert any band. They're just as funny. Well... I have a question. Yeah. And I'm going to do this with a couple of songs here, okay? So what do you think is the better song with the same name? We've got Photograph by Nickelback. And we have Photograph by Def Leppard. Which is the best song of the same name? My vote all day, all night long goes to Def Leppard. Really? Yeah. Oh, what a great song for the 80s. Steph, which is it for you? I think it would actually be Nickelback. Yeah, I like this song a lot. I, I can so like see myself singing this song in the car. I, I like this song too. I, I, I vote for Nickelback also. Nickelback um, photograph over Death <laughs> I know it's a classic, but I don't know. Okay, let's try another one. Um, how about this song by Kanye West? Stronger by Kanye West versus Stronger by Kelly Clarkson. Which one is the better song? Ooh. That Kanye one's really good, too. Uh, I'm not a fan of Kanye West either, but that song's really good. Um, I go with Kelly. I like, yeah. Yeah, good, yeah. Great anthem when the song came out. Great song. And can't stand Kanye West, but I think his version is way better. Stronger by Kanye wins in my book. Can't stand the guy, but like the song. This was before he got really kind of, yeah. you know. Kanye. Yes. Steph, which one do you think? This one is tough because I do like Kanye West's album, Graduation. This is the song that it came on, but I'm going to have to go with Kelly Clarkson. Woo! Two Kellys. This song empowering just makes me feel good and I can like do anything unstoppable unstoppable and that's this song okay this one's hard this one's really hard we have on one side it's battle of the hellos do you go hello Lionel Richie I've just got to let you know cause I wonder where you are or do you go Adele Which hello wins this competition? Go back to when Adele's Hello first came out. I mean, it's a powerful song, but when that song first came out, I mean, that grabbed everyone, I think. It just oh, it touched everyone. But I'm going to stick with my man, Lionel Richie, the OG of Hello's. 
I love Lionel Richie. I think he's amazing. But when this song came out, I, w- I didn't care. I-, I was just like, oh, it's fine. But when this one, and this peak, this like, the climax in the song is like, wow. She, I have to go with Adele on this one. Steph? Oh, man, another tough one. But I just feel in my heart that Adele's hello is just a little bit more powerful. Just to me, it's, it's so just strong. the power. Yeah, I yes. go. Okay, how much time do we have left? Because I have plenty time. Plenty okay, time. this one. I I was gonna say this one's gonna be tough, but I don't think it's gonna be tough for you, JC. We're going the battle of the jumps. Do we go with Van Halen? Or do we go crisscross? <laughs> <laughs> Battle of the Jumps. Who wins this one? Do we even really need to ask? We know what you're going for. David Lee Roth. I mean, both songs, too, when I hear them take me back to certain times in my life, that Van Halen takes me back to the 80s. Crisscross Jump, high school, hearing that song. But yeah, Van Halen Jump was one of the first music videos that I saw on MTV. And I'm like, what is that guy doing? This is so cool. What do you think, Steph? Oh, come on. It has to be Crisscross. <laughs> wow. This is me, like, as a, I don't know, I was so little when I first heard this song, and I loved Criss Cross. Criss Cross was the first, do you remember Kassingles? Yes, oh yeah. A single of a, on a cassette, that yes. was the first Kassingle I ever bought. But that being said, I still have to go with Just Jump Whoa. by Van Halen. What? It's like, a, I mean, they're like, I, it does, I don't love them more, but it's, it's a bigger song. It's a bigger song. Classic. It spans the decades, you yeah. know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Let's see here. How about the Battle of the Creeps? But I'm a creep. Radiohead. I'm a or TLC Creep. Steph, you go first on this one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I gotta go with TLC's Creep. I just know all the lyrics. I know Radiohead's Creep is, is also a classic, but man, I loved TLC's Creep growing up. That is the only answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> There's no contest. It's this one. <laughs> we can squeeze in one more if you got one more. Oh, well, someone accidentally pressed that one. Okay, well then let's do that. The Battle of the Learn to Flies, okay? There's Foo Fighters. Tom Petty. Who do you go with? Learning to Fly by Tom Petty or Learn to Fly by Foo Fighters? Oh, oh, I didn't didn't pick the learning and learn, but still uh, two great songs. May he rest in peace. I go Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Tom Petty on this one. I thought we were finally on the same page, but I got to go Foo Fighters on this one. I love Foo Fighters. Was this the video with the Mentos type commercial? Was that Big Me or was that uh, Learn to Fly? Yeah, my name Big Me. Either way, great one. Steph? I'm on the same page as you, Mercedes. Foo Fighters, for sure. 
I was going to do this one, but I think we all know the answer. Aerosmith Angel. Sarah McLaughlin Angel. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> Save the pets. <laughs> Every time the song comes on, oh, tears. Uh, I want to cry. Yes. <laughs> 9.40, tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. This is huge. Your tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. We have him this hour at 9.40. And it is time for Jerk or Justified. You be the judge. You tell us if this person is a jerk or if they are justified. If you ever have a situation you want us to tackle, it's super easy to get in touch with us. Just go to our website, mix941.fm, contact us, and uh, shoot us an email. Let us know what you want us to judge. This comes from David and Mackenzie. They say, hi, Mercedes and JC. First off, we love the show. My wife listens early in the morning, and I catch the show between 845 and 930. We find ourselves filling each other in on what we miss during dinner. And dinner is the reason I'm writing you today. We are first-time parents, and I thought this might fit your Monday Jerk or Justified segment. Our daughter only eats four things. Hot dogs, pizza, pasta, and pancakes. My wife says that's enough. She's going to stop cooking these things, and either she eats what she prepares for dinner or she doesn't eat. I say she's only four years old. She's going to grow out of it at some point, and I think Mackenzie, my wife, is being unreasonable. We kind of tried this once before, and the tantrums were unbearable, and she would refuse to eat. I can't handle another round of them. I say she's just a baby, and we should let her eat what she wants to eat for a little bit longer. Mackenzie wants to make the change now. Is my wife justified in wanting the change? Am I the jerk? Advice, please. What do you guys think? Parents, you have a picky kid. Do you just let them stay picky for a while, hoping they'll grow out of it? Or do you say, no, we're not going to go any further with this. You're eating what I make. I'll tell you what my mom did. She made us eat whatever she made. We had no choice. We couldn't make a bowl of cereal or anything. If we didn't want it, we didn't have to eat it. But then that's that's it for the night. I took a little bit of a different approach. I might... I had two very picky eaters, and um, what I did is I said that you have to try a bite. After that, if you don't like it, you don't have to any, have any more, but you have to have one bite, and then you can have whatever. So that was really hard at first, but as time went on, they started to expect it. Like, what do we have to have a bite of today? And then sometimes they'd want a second bite. And then, so it worked with one. The other, we're still in the process. <laughs> um, but I, that was what we did. Is there a right or wrong answer? I don't know. I think neither of you are jerks. I'd say you're both justified with different ways of thinking. But what do you guys think? 702-364-9400. At what, at what age do they start to truly transition out of that pickiness? At least the one that did transition out of the pickiness. What age do they start to say, you know what? I'm going to take more than one bite. I'm taking five, six bites. Or I want that as my whole meal. I think it depends on the kid. I don't think there's one age that all of a sudden they like stuff. You know, you, it depends on the kid. It depends on what you're making them eat. I found that... There were two things that I would do. I would sneak. This is probably not the best thing to do, but I would sneak stuff into their food that they liked. Like uh, you could you could always put sweet potatoes in something or, you know, throw broccoli in there or even like cover it with cheese. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, you'll like it. There's cheese on this. Um, that's what I would do. But with my my oldest, she trans transitioned out of it probably around eight or nine. 
my youngest, she's still in that in the middle of it. So, and she's 13, 14. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're still working on that one. But um, it's just hard. Kids are kids are stubborn. It's it's tough. But then, would you find yourself making multiple meals like in this situation? And I think I think a transition needs to come at some point. And I love your style. Maybe maybe I, I wouldn't say if I'm a parent, I got a kid. I wouldn't all of a sudden come home that night and be like, okay, you're eating what we had, and this is how it is moving forward. I would do a slow transition, maybe one night out of the week where they have to have the food we make slowly ease into that so it's not such a big shock but so for you then because you now you're making multiple meals we making a meal for matt a meal for the for you and the meal for the girls yeah or? i was I, I was making three meals because i like to eat a certain way mm-hmm. my husband does not like to eat the way i eat and then the kids wouldn't eat anything and and so yeah and it sucked and i regret it i wish i would have started earlier i really do but i did what i did and i'm not going to beat myself up for it but Good habits start early, so I'd say start them early. Uh, This text just came in. It says, jerk, coming from someone who didn't force their kid to eat what I made, I now have an 11-year-old with the same diet as your 4-year-old. I regret it. He won't try anything now. Have them at least try it once. Yeah, that's. I think the key is you have to have a bite. You have to have one bite before you can go on to the other stuff, and usually they'll do it. Let's talk to Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, good morning. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't think uh, either option is really neither jerk or fine, but uh, I would just buy the veggie pasta when my son was little and then just let him see how much I enjoyed the other food. Yeah, there's all sorts of things that have veggies snuck into it. I like that. The veggie pasta is a good one. Um, thank you, Jeremy. This text just came in. It says, jerk, is dad cooking meals also or is mom in charge of everything? It's not mom's diner. It's family dinner. There's no time to cook individual meals for everyone. The daughter will learn to eat what's in front of her. So they're saying one meal, that's what it is. Uh, this one says, I insist on the one bite rule as well. My reasoning is you cannot say you don't like it if you haven't tried it yet. I there use that same line. How do you know you don't like it? You never tried it. I say that all the time. That's the line right there. <laughs> well, David and Mackenzie, uh, keep us updated um, what you guys do and how things pan out. We love getting updates on our Jerk or Justified segment. And we love getting your situations sent into us. Just visit our website, Mix941.fm, and uh, you can send it into us. And maybe we'll read it on Monday morning. Now, up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. It was a great night. If you're a Golden Knights fan, we're going to talk about that big game six. Also, Taylor gets angry and Tom Brady wants to invest more in this city. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Vegas Golden Knights are trending this morning. They knocked out the Oilers in the second round of the Stanley Cup Finals last night. Five to two. Wow, they're now headed to the Western Conference Final for the fourth time since their inaugural season. Jonathan Marcheseau scored a hat-trick with three goals in the second period, pulling ahead of Edmonton um, after they had taken a 2-1 to lead in the first period. They're now going to have home ice advantage against either the Dallas Stars or the Seattle Kraken, who play Game 7 tonight in Dallas. Now, as far as tickets go, they go on sale um, for games one and two today at 1 p.m. Uh, we don't know when the games will be yet. Don't know a time, don't know a day. But if you want to buy the 
tickets and you know roll the dice on that that that's happening today it's it really is incredible it's remarkable the golden knights the whole story the first year going to the stanley cup as you just said four times in the western conference finals yeah four times since they uh their inaugural season it really is if you step back from the whole thing and look at it just even season one going to the stanley cup what a trip this whole thing has been since they came to las vegas yeah and it's just been such a great um thing to bring the community mm-hmm. together it's been fantastic so that is trending this morning taylor swift is trending this morning do not mess with Taylor or her Swifties. Her heiress tour hit Philadelphia over the weekend and she interrupted the show to yell at a security guard. According to fans that were there, this guy had been harassing them all night and during the show, while she was singing Bad Blood, she stopped and started yelling at the security guard. Here's audio from that. the Taylor remixes of this now? No, they're out there. <laughs> the other two are like, she wasn't doing anything. Stop. It's like so crazy. But did she sing to a, a track there at her concerts? Yeah, I think there's a backing track on there, but she she's obviously singing live because you hear her you you know, know, yeah, talk the yelling, audience. yelling at them. Um, so what happened here is the fan that it happened to explaining. Basically, the guard had been like harassing our group all night, kept telling us not to touch the rail. And like every time we did anything, he was like on top of us. We're dancing. We're having fun. And he didn't like it. And Taylor noticed that I was having fun and that he didn't like it and she didn't like it and then he basically like got escorted out and then they offered us free tickets for tonight so they got to go to two shows instead of just one taylor's like let's make it up to you let's have a better time and uh gave him tickets to last night's show that is a cool thing hey now taylor swift is addressing your issue imagine that you're in the crowd there's something happening taylor swift addresses the issue to help you out oh yeah she was mad if you just look at her face she was so angry so uh, nice happy ending on that one, at least for everyone but the security guard on that. So, Oh, yeah, his buddy's like, hey, Tom, come on. you got to leave. <laughs> um, finally this morning, Tom Brady is trending. ESPN is reporting that the NFL legend is in talks to become a minority owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Discussions have been ongoing for weeks. We should have an answer very soon. In late March, he announced that he had purchased a stake in the Las Vegas Aces, both teams owned by Mark Davis, by the way. He recently signed a 10-year, $375 million contract with Fox, which would not be affected by this investment with the Raiders at all. If a deal is reached, though, he reportedly will not be involved in the team's business or football affairs, just a minority owner in the Raiders. And that is what's trending. Ed Sheeran. His mathematics tour will be at Allegiant Stadium. This is in September. You're going to be at that concert because your tickets are coming up here in just about 14 minutes. It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thank you so much for joining us. If you missed anything from the show today, don't fear. You can download it from our podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast. Also, make sure you download the Odyssey app to listen to the station. And I'll tell you why. Because right now, your chance to see Tay in L.A. Uh, starting today through July 4th. 
we are getting you chances to check out the last two shows of Taylor Swift's The Eras Tour in L.A. So all you got to do is download the Odyssey app, log into your account, search Mix 94.1, and then click play. And every hour you listen gets you an entry for these tickets. That is huge. A flyaway to go see Taylor Swift. If you're not already uh, listening to us on the Odyssey app, you got to download it right now. It's so simple. So much fun. I use it every single day. It, it's uh, it's pretty amazing, all the things you can listen to on there. So do that, and maybe you'll be on your way to see Taylor Swift. We are out of here. J-Love is up next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. Well, this morning was the uh, same name competition. This was fun. We debated which song of the same name was the best. Well, Mercedes, I have a twist here for you. I want you to rank these songs that have a similar title or maybe the same title. So here, here's the first round. You have Tal Cruz's Dynamite. We gon' rock this club. We gon' go all night. We gon' light it up. Jermaine Jackson's Dynamite. Or BTS's Dynamite. I mean, you all know the answer. It's Jermaine Jackson. I knew it. Come on. <laughs> Jermaine Jackson all the way. I knew all day long you're the one that loves that song. <laughs> Classic from the 80s. We'll end it on that one right there. That'll do it for show number 1839 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.